0: movies in 4k welcome to episode number 22 i am bill shetty
1: i'm lady phantom
0: and we're starting right away all right miss phantom what hit the wire this week
1: this week i read something really interesting in japan the city of yamato i suppose that's how you pronounce it the kanagawa prefecture of japan has banned pedestrians from looking into their smartphones while walking in an effort to prevent destruction injuries
0: let's get that worldwide yes
1: of course this is widely supported by the people in general but the funny thing is that they are not like if someone breaks the law they don't get punished the thing is that in japan What your peers see, I mean, like, they they rely more on people looking at you and seeing what you're doing and everything. And, you know, in Japan, honor is a big thing. Like, you're not very happy if other people are seeing that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. So, I think it's a very good thing. Yes. Yeah. I read also that in other parts of the world they have put like, I don't know, in the crosswalks, a place only for people that are looking at their phone. But personally, I think that's stupid. I think it should be done like them, just like banning it, making it a law, like you are not supposed to walk if you are looking at your phone. They say in this place in Japan that they ask people to just stand still, if they are looking at their phones and i think it's just common sense because how many times are you driving or something and you see this person just looking at their phone and just crossing the street and they have no idea and sometimes they are even wearing headphones which is even worse
0: yes here they can't even get people to stop doing that while driving so (laughs) they could do whatever they want and it's funny us being here in las vegas We're out amongst a lot of peoples when we go downtown or the strip or something. yeah, everybody's got their head down in their phone and walking into each other. I mean, it's just common.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's infuriating because sometimes I'm driving and I look at the car next to me or something and I see the person, whoever it is, like looking down. I'm like, oh, God.
0: Oh, so (laughs) there we go. That was interesting. Fan. I'm so looking out for the Japanese. Good job. All right, my topic this week is tomorrow, the first major motion picture is getting released since the lockdowns, and that is Tenet.
1: Here in Vegas or where? In the country. Ah,
0: okay, Yes, September 3rd is the first release nationwide. Now, remember, if it's open, there's restrictions everywhere. There are a few movie theaters open here now. Pretty limited and, you know, 50% capacity and stuff, they say. But why I wanted to pick this topic, because I think this movie is going to set the, how do I want to word this? Trend? Yeah, they're going to set the trend of what's going to happen with other movies. And if this movie just doesn't make the money that they're expecting, now they had to diminish (laughs) what they thought they was going to make. But if this goes well under that, I think we're going to see way more delays or some sort of different way of going about this because, you know, they got a lot of money invested in some of these films. And if they're not even going to make back what they made, they're going to hold on to them and keep passing the buck, so to speak, down the road. So what's your thought on that? And this is a Christopher Nolan film.
1: Yeah, it's, it's big and it's been expected for a while. I think they should. I mean, yes, I think it's a good idea because some people love uh, go actually going to the movies. Yeah, like, okay, fine. Open movie theaters, restricted, but also put the movies in VOD. I mean, come on. You know, the, the world is not what it used to be. And some people want, I mean, I would love to go watch Wonder Woman on the first night that it's released but But i just wouldn't Mm -hmm. i mean even if we were like movie going people you know like the kind of people that never miss an opening day and everything we wouldn't go because it just doesn't make sense right now it just seems
0: a little too risky even now to go even though probably they're spaced you would be spaced pretty far apart we've just watched so many more movies over this time too yeah and you know and we're talking about high quality 4k on this show and i'd rather watch that than any dark movie theater anyway and i know i'm a little different than that Some absolutely people like the big screen too
1: and especially like talking about wonder woman the the way it looks really colorful like after experiencing these movies and everything is like what going to an actual movie <laughs> not really yeah so, so
0: this movie here is going to set the trend i think of what's going to happen the rest of this year if this movie does semi good and they're happy with it it makes more than they expect it might help like wonder woman and some of these other bigger releases they might take a chance but i am sure (laughs) that a lot of these studios are probably going to be losing money because, as you know, Phantom, they're also reducing ticket prices at some places just to get people out there. Yeah. So that goes to the bottom line, too. And I only seen one commercial for this tenant. And I should say, because we have listeners all over the world, this movie was released in the end of August in some European countries and some other places. But in North America canada and all that and south america and mexico it gets released tomorrow so i'm curious and if you have your thoughts on what i said leave a comment on our guest book and uh we'll have to wait and see i think in a good week or two's time we'll find out how much money this made and i think we might be hearing more delays i got a feeling on some other big budget movies but we'll see probably all right Let's get into the cool stuff. All right, 4K tip of the week, and this is the last one. This is going to wrap it up. This will be our 10th 4K tip of the week. Now, after we're done this episode, when it's just the Phantom and I, we are going to replace this with a new segment, so we keep four total segments on our show. You are going to have to wait for that. But what we're covering this time is a pretty important topic, and it's WCG, Wide Color Gamut. (laughs) Ooh! (laughs) All right. If you don't know out there, this is a technology that lets the 4K TVs display more colors, put simply. That's why it's called this. Now, the first two years that 4K TVs came out, the first two models sometimes up to three models so we're talking about from 2015 the end when 4k tvs were available to consumers up until close to 2018 phantom tvs even with hdr didn't have wide color gamut and hdr was just coming on there too wow so let me just one little fact if you don't have wide color gamut or you're watching blu-rays tv and anything beyond tube tvs the most colors displayed is 16.7 million sounds like a lot right
1: (laughs) yeah it does
0: okay with the advent of wcg that's only available on 4k tvs you have 1 billion colors
1: wow
0: and not only that the colors can look so drastically different even the shades because it has a higher bit depth too so Um, one red is not equal to another red because it has different shades of red because it can show more color so right there alone listeners out there this is a feature you have to make sure the tv has the cheap models don't even have wide color gamut they can be 4k but not have this feature and this is a hugely important feature. And I'm glad the movie we're covering this way has a lot of colors. Because just think of that. You're talking about a huge ratio of more shades of color and different coloring you get with the wide color gamut. So what's your thought on that, fam?
1: Wow. Well, I mean, I had heard the term because sometimes we're watching videos and I hear it mentioned. And I was like, well, wide color gamut, it sounds like a lot of colors, right? But like, it didn't really enter my, my, my thinking process. But then with this movie that we are reviewing today, I wasn't thinking about that topic specifically, but I was just amazed at the variety of colors that I don't think I had ever seen before. And it's like, wow, like, where, where does all this color come from? It's so cool
0: exactly so if you're in the market for a new 4k tv just make sure the tv is capable of the wide color gamut very important this goes above and beyond anything else because the more colors you see the more vibrant and dark you can get it wraps the whole sphere so It is a must-have. So we are thankful you've stuck through all our episodes with our 4K tips. We hope we've converted some people, which we know we have. We've gotten plenty of comments.
1: Yes, we have. uh, Like some people telling us, either that they're buying the movie but some of them are like yeah i'm I'm excited to get into 4k because yes and we've heard
0: some wife approval concepts (laughs) and things like that so we are big proponents of this format i think it's the only way really to watch movies if they're available on this because it's just such a drastic difference and you really don't know what you're missing when you're watching your TV, you might have a great TV five years old or something. You know, might have been the top of the line at the time, no 4K, and it might look clear, sharp, bright, and everything. Believe me, people, you don't know what you're missing without having 4K with that HDR, with the upscaling, making older content look better, and with this wide color gamut. So let's get into our feature of the week. All right, we're covering 2018's Aquaman, rated PG-13, another movie that's long. Well over two hours, it's listed in four genres. Action, adventure, fantasy, and sci-fi. What do you think, Phantom?
1: I would drop the sci-fi right out. Really? Yeah. I'm having
0: trouble with this sci-fi genre. I mean, it is science fiction.
1: I mean, the things that action, absolutely. Adventure, absolutely. Fantasy, completely. So that's it. I think all the things that could be considered... Sci-fi are encompassed in the in the fantasy.
0: See, that's the thing. Fantasy and sci-fi are so close together. And with horror also, in a further yeah. stretch. But Ooh, I don't know if I can agree with that. Let me see. No sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, I could agree with yeah. that. Yeah, be yeah. Yeah, I mean it is mainly a (laughs) fantasy movie, and there are talking um, about underwater Atlantis and these crazy creatures and stuff. And uh, yeah,
1: I mean, and there are these creatures
0: will never come to be.
1: Yeah, I I was thinking, for example, about the weapon right now. You know, the one plasma weapon that might, but I'm not willing to give a whole movie sci-fi because of one weapon. I mean,
0: nah. All right, I'm with you. Let's drop the sci-fi. So, action, adventure, and fantasy. Who directed this one, Phantom?
1: James Wan directed this.
0: The Saw guy, right? Yeah,
1: and many other things that I love. Conjuring? Yeah, The Conjuring, The Insidious.
0: Any other non-horror movies?
1: Yeah, he did one of the Fast and the Furious, uh, seven or eight, something like that.
0: So, there you go, big-time guy. And the actors are who?
1: Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, Tamuera Morrison.
0: Shouldn't you say the Manta guy because that's his arch nemesis?
1: Okay, I'm going to try here, okay? Yahya Abdul-Mateen II.
0: There you go. All right. What is this small synopsis on IMDb? Okay,
1: IMDb, help me here. Arthur Curry, the human born heir to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, goes on a quest to prevent a war between the worlds of ocean and land. Mm. (laughs) I mean, that is the gist of it. its I mean, it is once you actually sit down and watch the movie, it feels way more convoluted than that. But that's the gist.
0: Yes, that is because he's a half breed, which they make mention dozens of times in this.
1: Yeah, it, it reminds me so much of the Harry Potter movies—the way they call half breed, half breed, and the, not lies like pure bloods and half breeds.
0: Yeah, it's weird because all the other people that come from Atlantis—they're human-looking, <laughs>
1: human-looking, but not
0: human. But I mean, what are they?
1: Something. I mean, they cannot like normal humans They're cannot breathe underwater.
0: Right, true.
1: They, they cannot breathe underwater. They cannot talk underwater. They cannot do many things. Of course. I mean, I read that they wanted actually someone wanted to to uh, give them like bubbles to speak underwater. But, but but James Wan was like, "Nah, don't overthink it. They they just can talk."
0: Well, they did overthink this movie, in my opinion. But there is many people like him that can breathe out of water.
1: Only royals, they said. Only okay. only the royals can can do the breathing out of... Because plot. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So I'm going to let Phantom take over most of the storyline in this movie. But I will start with the beginning because we start at a lighthouse. This guy finds this woman on some rocks and she's injured. He takes her in and fixes her wound up, and she's acting kind of weird and stuff like that. Well, long story short, they end up falling in love, and she is from the Lannis world, and they have a baby, and that is Momoa. He's the first of the kind. This has never happened before. Mm -hmm. They always mated with each other, even the kings and queens that could come out of the water so this is a first and then we get a little story here where they finally find her the atlantis people and they want her back and that's when we see these stormtrooper looking like things yes yeah which are cool looking i gotta say they got some cool weaponry
1: yeah i mean she basically wanted out because she she was being forced into a marriage, into an arranged marriage, and of course, we have never heard anything like that, right? Ever. So, like, she falls in love and everything, but they want her back because she has to get married to this king. So, right? Yeah,
0: we see the little boy grow up in quick stages. There's little spurts here and there. We see him in the school, and when it really changes, is they're at an aquarium on a school trip, and they're making fun of jason momoa as a kid and the sharks don't like it (laughs) so they keep banging on the glass and then you see he has a connection with animals and his eyes glow
1: yeah he he makes them stop like with his little hand and like he motions for them to stop and then all the animals all the all the sea animals are like around and it looks pretty cool
0: and i'm just gonna say this you don't know right at this point but i'm just gonna say it here he is one of the only people that can talk to animals nobody else can he can use sonar and stuff he can feel what the animals feel he can guide the animals
1: yeah and actually i think he is the only one i don't think the other the other royals yeah because you said one of the few people but no i think he is the only one that can actually communicate with animals and
0: like i said you learn this throughout the movie you don't know that and
1: there are a lot of flashbacks and everything yeah yes
0: so now i'm gonna let phantom (laughs) take over and describe the rest of this convoluted ridiculous story (laughs) so i'm curious to how you're gonna phrase this phantom and if i feel like chiming in i will
1: oh no spoilers wow i mean this guy At first, you don't know why, but he actually knows what happened to his mother, which, well, might be a spoiler, so I won't say it. But the point is that he knows. And he has been trained also in combat and everything by Atlanteans. It's not like a long-lost story in which he has no clue who he is. No, I mean, he actually knows. But he is very reluctant to go back because he has resentments against these people because of what they did to his mother. But it comes to a point in which he is called to action by this princess, someone, uh, because he says, like, your half-brother is about to start a war with the surface. So you either, like, intervene, or this is going to be complete chaos.
0: Yes, he is mainly a landlocked person even though yeah. he has all these abilities in water and can breathe underwater and do all that.
1: Yes. And he he does I mean he can speak languages and he actually is out there saving people right. from pirates the and humans. everything.
0: Yes, because that's where uh-huh. the Manta Nemesis comes in, which yes. is a huge not a huge, but it is a side plot going on in this. It For some reason, I don't know the comic or nothing. I feel like that guy's more important in the comics.
1: Probably. And maybe
0: if there's sequels, I think that guy will always be in it, sort of like Lex Luthor and Superman.
1: Or at least for one more, if there are sequels. Right, but I think,
0: and you can let us know on the guest book, that that Manta guy is a key character in the Aquaman comic. Yeah,
1: I mean, at least if there's even one more sequel, he will be there, because the Stinger tells you so. I mean... There is a stinger, and he shows up, and you know he will be there
0: in some capacity. Okay, so go on with, um, he has a half-brother. His mother did go back, and the only reason she went back to Atlantis is because they were going to kill her husband and her son. So she wanted to not have them in harm's way, so she decided to go back and get married and have another kid, the half-brother. Mm -hmm. and this is the guy that wants to wage war with the land people yes and there is some moral story here phantom because of all the pollution we do in our oceans and killing fish and all that stuff this plays an angle but mainly his half brother just wants to take control yes of all these lands and there's more than just atlantis too Everybody probably knows of the story of Atlantis. I think it's based in some sort of reality that people think there is some land that was captured by water, and there's been expeditions that have looked for this. Atlantis. It's part of
1: the mythology. Yeah, the like maybe there is an actual place, but that's we will never know.
0: Underwater, exactly. And you get these really big visuals with. Statues of Atlantis and all these rulers and stuff, and they do describe the story of what happened to at Atlantis. Atlantis, right? Yes. So, what else, Phantom? With all these kingdoms, describe some stuff. I mean, there's <laughs> so much going on here. There's a lot
1: of stuff. Actually, it came to a point which every time we saw the the name of a new kingdom, we were like, "Oh, look, another kingdom!" You know, because <laughs> there were so many and so different. These are like all kinds of creatures. Some of them have... Yes, and yeah. I did
0: make a mistake. I said they're all humans on Atlantis, but all these other yes. kingdoms, there's like leader crab things, there's <laughs> leader yeah. seahorses, leader like things you'd see in Star Trek.
1: Yeah, actually I read also that they took the creature of the Black Lagoon as a model or something for some of the monsters. I think the the ones that look like... The fish that live in deep sea, the ones that have big teeth. I think I don't see the resemblance, but oh well, if you say so, right? But yeah, you can see all kinds of monsters, all kinds of landscapes, lots and lots of color everywhere. It's, uh, I think it would be interesting if they hadn't made it so, so convoluted. Because I mean, the bad guy here, the brother, the half-brother. He is your typical villain who wants to show he's very magnanimous, but he's just waiting for an for an excuse to attack the people on the surface.
0: Yes, and he actually and,
1: hires the pirate to cause that. And the <laughs> thing
0: about it is some of the kings of these other kingdoms don't go along with him, and he's a bad guy. He kills them and makes a new leader and stuff like that. So mm-hmm,
1: exactly. he is set
0: on this. And he is very vindictive i want to say because this half breed his mother had this child and he just can't get over it
1: yeah i think it's it's just some of the traits that you see you know, in many if not all villains of this kind that they are super narcissistic and it's either me or no one and definitely mommy issues you know because it's like my mother was murdered or left to die whatever because of you so i blame you like they are always looking for blame in other places you know and uh, i don't i think he was a very caricature like villain as much as i love patrick wilson and i will love him forever i didn't like him in this movie not, not no no
0: yeah i didn't either but even after 20 minutes and this princess shows up. You know where this is going. I yes, mean, of course. It's very so predictable. You're waiting for the ultimate battle, and he's got to travel all through these kingdoms. Oh, a key point we actually missed was the trident. There's this gold trident mm-hmm. that is... All powerful that nobody's ever found in millions of years. Yes. And he needs to find this, and we get this long adventure journey in this movie. A good hour, I would say. Yeah. While he's traveling with the Amber Heard princess character. And You know, I I guess you might like this. I didn't. It's just. (laughs) I mean, it's so fantastical to me, and Um, it just goes so many different ways, and it's never ending to me.
1: Absolutely, and I think also it was so predictable because you know we have all seen the movie in which the hero has a confrontation with the bad guy, but for some reason he fails. So then he goes in a quest to find something or maybe to find the power in himself. And then he has this other confrontation with the bad guy, and then he prevails. It's the same movie told with a very different scenario,
0: let's say yes and we should say aquaman does not want to be a leader he don't think Uh, he is a leader because they
1: never want to they never do it's typical that's another thing that was super like can we just have this guy said okay yeah i will do it from the start because he's a reluctant hero he doesn't want to be involved but then he has no option and so then he gets involved and it's like come on we've seen this before
0: right and i do feel that aquaman sides with the human population on land he feels more that because of what they did with his mother so he don't want to go to atlantis he's actually never been there until in this movie
1: but of course it's like superman you know he feels more for the people on earth because he grew on earth simple aquaman i mean this guy he grew up on on the land
0: all the kings and queens believe what his half brother does too. Some of them are on side and don't want to cause a war with because
1: as happens with villains in other stories and unfortunately in real life, they are doing horrific things right in front of your face, but you don't want to believe it, you know? And unfortunately that's something that happens every day. And I think that's a good part of the movie. Like to say, you know what, if you I mean if this guy Looks like a duck and he sounds like a duck, he is probably a duck. So, like, he cannot be a good guy, this Orm.
0: Okay. Person. Last thing I want to describe, and then we'll get into some technicals is.
1: <laughs> the, oh. Is this what I'm thinking? Oh my
0: God. <laughs> the posing in this movie oh. is so, I want to curse, ridiculous in this. Oh my God, that makes this movie such a farce. Now, I know it's a superhero movie. I know it's made to be fun. I know it's lighthearted. There's a lot of jokey nature going on. A lot of wild out creatures and spectacles and stuff. (laughs) But these poses are ridiculous. I, I just can't imagine ever Superman saving somebody and then him just posing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and lips, yes, exactly and the funny thing is that for example we have all seen before you know wonder woman superman batman i'm going to stick to to dc here or even the flash it
0: reminded like, me of like charlie's angels how they always before yes, they fought
1: a little and it's yeah. so
0: jokey to me but
1: it's funny because i mean in these other movies we have seen before you know wonder woman or superman or batman like they look imposing without trying
0: to yes
1: you know, but this guy, this Aquaman in this movie, and I love Jason Momoa I do. But at some point I even told Bill, like, wait a minute, does he have to pose for them?
0: You know, <laughs> he it's, it's hands like up no this role so much. This guy plays it out so big. And I'm sure there was pieces in there that said, but even his attitude during a lot of the comedy lines. He's got an air about him and aura to his personality that that's just doesn't suit my nature personally. Like, With him, know. it pretty
1: much depends because, I mean, I've seen him in other stuff. You saw him in other stuff. In The, the, the Bad Batch, it was a horror movie. And I thought he was great there. As in, in all his uh, short-lived, unfortunately, Game of Thrones tenure, he was amazing. You know, I mean, like he is good. I, I don't know if it was the direction or it was the, the character or what, but sometimes his jokes like kind of fell out of place in many respects. And I am, I, I wasn't completely a fan of that. Plus, he, I mean, I'm sorry, but he had zero chemistry with Amber heard
0: yeah zero and they tried hard and he's got this smirk too when he's trying to be funny and witty and it, it didn't work for me
1: I mean as much as I want even from the first time the first time I watched this movie I mean I like it but I wanted to love it and I
0: didn't okay let's tap dance around the technicals lady phantom because I want to discuss yes. more of this on the 4k. But the cinematography is great. It's grandiose yes, it here. Um, the sound is outstanding. Yes. The acting is iffy to me. You know, depends, some of them are better than some others. Some of them are
1: great. You know, like like the guy that plays his dad, I loved him. He was so good. I really. Nicole, Kidman, Nicole Kidman? I really liked her. She was her. good. I really, really liked her. Then Willem Dafoe, he was, I mean, he was just there. He didn't do much, but I like him.
0: And there is a barrage fans out there. If you don't know of green screening and digital, yeah, effects there has in to this. be. I mean, more than half of this movie is in this world underwater, mm-hmm. and we will describe more of that coming up in the uh, 4K review. But I think we wrapped up the story there. That's good. Let's get into the rating and your recommendation, Lady Phantom.
1: Well, I think. As a movie I mean, I I do think it's above average because the technicals are are too beautiful not to take into account. So, I think it's a 6 and it's a rental.
0: Really? That's all? I thought you loved this movie. I
1: mean, I I do I do like it a lot, but it didn't talk at my heart like like I don't know Justice League like Wonder Woman especially like the bad movies
0: in this i can say there's no real sappy scenes which is a positive
1: yeah that's true but also that's what make other i I don't know it's for some reason i find this movie unrelatable like like i know i cannot really well he is an underwater
0: fish man so
1: (laughs) well good point but yeah i mean it's it's less than i wanted it to be really and and it is good i mean the as you said the cinematography is off the charts beautiful it's like everything especially outside of the water like the the landscapes in this movie are beautiful
0: yes and i'll say that too it was way better out of the water than in but let's come on you're six in uh
1: rental i said
0: yeah i think this is a below average movie I'm docking it a lot for the story. I mean, it's just never-ending, these kingdoms that just keep <laughs> appearing. I mean, they're out in the Sahara Desert and they're f- f- walking around, which looked beautiful, by the way. Oh, my God. You want to look at some colorful scenes? Watch the scenes in the desert when they're walking through with these vast landscapes. I'm talking about Lawrence of Arabia good here.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it, and the little chunk of the movie that happened in sicily was also beautiful a lot of fake buildings
0: the one thing i will comment here on the movie is the action scenes i thought were pretty poorly done personally it just looked so fake like when he's battling these stormtrooper things in italy talking about that and they're getting overthrown on walls and vast cityscapes and running at such wide angles and things and also mantra or whatever his name is is after him at this part too so he's a dealing with a lot of enemies but this is not an average movie to me it's so convoluted and was unenjoyable to me for the most part because i'm not a fantasy fan but you heard when we reviewed kong right here in movies in 4k that movie had a lot of fictitious creatures but it was melted together so good you believed that them creatures were there that big stick bug
1: the huge
0: octopus kong himself you get so many creatures in this and they are just fake
1: man yeah and i will say something I will repeat something that you said to me yesterday, and I thought about it from the very start. Many of the scenes underwater, if not all of them, they they feel like you are looking at a video
0: game. A yes. very
1: good video game. I was going to
0: save that point. You took my point. But uh-huh.
1: yes. A very good video game, but a video game nonetheless. Yes, all
0: the fighting scenes is exactly. And
1: I think also it was kind of irregular because some of the scenes with fire looked really good, But then something else happened, and it looked fakish. It's like it was not very consistent there. I I don't know how to say it. Yes, I'll give you
0: an example, and then let's move on, Phantom. I keep wanting to get to the 4K part. Is when they approach Atlantis, they got this wide angle. Beautiful. Didn't look fake. But then when they go into Atlantis, you're watching a video game. Mm -hmm. It's like you're watching Twitch. Somebody play call of duty or whatever the popular games are it looked exactly like that but anyway this is a four to me way more negatives than positives and it is an avoid okay time for that really good stuff the 4k disc quality and we're going to start with the video picture vibrancy what do you think Vic?
1: it's impressive i as i mentioned before i had never seen so many colors in my life
0: yes going back to our tip the wide color gamut this if you want to see if your tv has it and pop up a tv that doesn't have it like if you got an old one laying around pop or Disney, even yeah. like a four-year-old movie yeah put the blu-ray in on another tv and your 4k tv with this disc oh my god the colors in this probably of all the movies we've seen on 4k so far is the most colorful yeah there is every gamut of color in this in atlantis and all these water scenes
1: yeah like in atlantis you get all the vivid colors and like there's a bunch of obviously blues and reds and greens it's like every color and then you have the the scenes on the land oh my gosh the green of the trees the sands the sky it looks impressive
0: yes and i'm gonna say and we discussed this really quick and we usually don't off air but i do want to mention it it looked hyper realistic yes they like really blown out the hdr on this one like more than i've ever seen it because even the land scenes it didn't look cartoonish but you could see they really popped the contrast on faces and stuff that gave them an aura of almost a little fakeness, like it looked too good, yeah, too real.
1: Yeah, it's like you can literally not and literally, they did but it but on purpose it.
0: because it's based on a comic book and how all the other scenes are. But the problem I have with this disc, Lady Phantom, it goes to what can be achieved and what should be done on 4k in my opinion what should be is Mm -hmm. a lot of the water scenes when there's character interactions close-ups and they're just speaking to portray they're in water there's like a sheen over them Mm -hmm. like a washed out appearance while it's vivid sharp can't get any more detailed it's just like there's something over them and they also do speak with a gargling type sound very small modulation so you know they're in there and the people that have long hair their hair is flowing and stuff like that and that was to give you the illusion that they can talk underwater and they probably said okay we gotta show something different but i say no (laughs) (laughs) because you know they're in water where you because of the surroundings and you see fish going by and little bubbles and things floating around. And I didn't like that sheen that was produced in that movie. And that detracted from the quality of the disc to me because everything else is mind-blowingly good. Yes. Clarity wise, richness vivid. You have tons of specular highlights in this. Oh yeah. With fish, with little sparks, with fire all over the place and there is so much color like i said this disc has more color than you've ever seen in a movie it's just impeccable the amount of shades of each color there is in this
1: yeah and i think i mean i understand that to to make this movie they had to use a lot of cgi but sometimes when you have like such a clear vision of everything that's going on it looks fake and i'm saying that and i never say that
0: and i will say this except hand-to-hand combat more closer up stuff all the wider angle when you're seeing a lot of things going on with a lot of different creatures looked so bad to me so fake and i know fans were in this fantasy world how real is it gonna look well watch kong skull island and that's how real it needs to look for me
1: yeah also we didn't mention lots of imax in this movie a like yes,
0: good point yes if you don't know out there the screen starts in a letterbox format you know and you some, have the yes. bars on the top and the bottom and then when it goes into the imax mode you get the full screen lit yeah, up and which is all the underwater stuff
1: yeah, and sometimes, uh, very few times, it actually went back to the letterbox look, and then it went back to the IMAX. And I think pretty much like the last half of the movie is all IMAX, and it looks it looks so big. It looks like like for the first time I really understood how different things looked when when they were on IMAX. It was impressive, but yeah, I mean. As much as I would like to say that this is a great movie and it looks all real, it, it kind of doesn't.
0: <laughs> and like I said, how real do they really want a fantasy world? Like I said, I'm going back to Kong. I'm going Lord of the Rings. I yeah. mean trees walk. And you believe they it. look real. Yeah. Gollum looks totally real. These seahorse enemies. These big crab creatures look terribly fake. They look very fake. Like it's something you're watching on a computer animation. You know, a a, video game. And and cartoony, like cartoony. And the human interactions with these creatures was not good, in my opinion. That went to my rating Mm -hmm. on the actual review. And I'm pointing it out again. I didn't have to because this don't have nothing to do with the 4K let's get into the sound it's amazing
1: yeah it's great
0: it's what you would expect with an atmos track there's so many action scenes here everything's going by yeah it works it's bold it's loud
1: and it never feels over loud or something like that and the
0: dialogue remained super consistent with all the action scenes yeah yeah. like not once did you have to i'm gonna say something weird squint to hear you usually squint (laughs) if you have to hear you know something's a little lower, but no, all the dialogue was really strong and overrid while things were happening around you and above you and stuff like it really worked because this is full of action scenes
1: yes, yeah, and actually, my favorite was the the action scenes with Nicole Kidman, I think <laughs> but yeah, like I think that's a fault with with every movie that is this kind of thing that it's so obvious that it's cgi
0: and there's gonna be some people that really like that that's gonna put them okay this is fun it's fantasy anyway well how real does it have to look to get into a movie it has to be some sort of realism with real characters we're not talking about incredibles which i like better than this (laughs) (laughs) which is so bizarre saying for me because i'm not an animation person but that was just more enjoyable the story was way better the dialogue was way better and the action was way better and that's all digitally done so there you have that now we're going to move into the special features on the blu-ray disc
1: okay we have more than one hour of behind the scenes stuff here we have an exclusive sneak peek of jazam going deep into the world of aquaman explore the making of the movie Becoming Aquaman, enter the world of Jason Momoa. Dark deaths of Black Manta, discover the history of Aquaman's deadliest foe, and more.
0: All right. The all-important disc Lady Phantom. This one's a little tricky because it is damn good.
1: It is, yeah.
0: So I'm curious what you're going to throw out there.
1: I'm going to throw out a B+. I think it's Fair because i mean dave it's of of course it's above average i mean there's no doubt but it goes into the realm of looking fake and i don't like that
0: yes when you have real action people they really i think this of any disc blew out that hdr so much on this to have that cartoony look and they did it on purpose i mean there's no doubt yeah. in my mind and that's the thing and, and, i mean and, and that is fine because this you ain't gonna get any clearer except like i told you with the water which i think is a downfall of how they shot it and they could have downgraded the hdr there because i thought it looked pretty silly it's when there's good. a haze over the screen
1: yeah, I mean, it's just that I, I really want to believe that it's actual people fighting and not that I'm playing a video game. I mean... It, yeah, it, every
0: it's time detri- he's yeah. fighting a lizard or something, it looks so fake.
1: It's detrimental to the to the movie, yeah, because the second that I started to feel that something was so, uh, I don't know, blown up or contrasting or something that, that it was a video game, pretty much, I just i i have to stop believing it because i have no choice
0: yes and remember the real action stuff too there was a noticeable difference that they blown it out yeah the colors because the faces just had that shine of like they're a wrestler and they got grease all over them to show their muscles (laughs) and it they Their faces, their eyes, everything, like, it was so comical. Like, his father, very noticeable in certain scenes when he's waiting by the water for Mm -hmm. them to come back. And his face just has this. I can do this on the computer very easily, and you can out there, too. If you have picture programs, like on the iPhone or something, you can, like, cartoonize things or blow out the contrast. I look just like that. Mm -hmm. like when you add too much contrast yeah it makes it animated look
1: yes i mean the movie is definitely still uh an experience
0: oh yes absolutely but it is not the best of the best because of that exactly
1: so because of all this besides my great i will say it's worthy
0: oh yes me too I'm, i'm exactly the same with phantom a b plus as you know i've said it before to hit that a grade that has to be reference material to me the best of the best now for coloring this is best of the best yeah no doubt absolutely but this just takes this movie an extra level of too cartoony and they did it on purpose on the disc because they didn't have to it's funny because we're always saying we want more (laughs) On yeah, a lot of movies, they, like yes. where they really tamp it down, especially on Christopher Nolan films like Inception, for example. Yeah. It's, they maintained this filmic look. They didn't want a lot of shadowing and stuff like this. Yeah. And this, it's blown maximum. And it just makes it too fake.
1: It might have been a good idea to just like, to just not ha- having Especially shots.
0: in the real scenes without the mystical creatures. Yes.
1: Like they needed to, like, Make it not so blown up somehow, so it looked a little more real. Maybe that was not the intention of James Wan in this movie. Maybe, but
0: I think it was I, because of the feel of the film and all the comedy no, thrown mean, in in the world. No, what I mean
1: is that probably his intention was not to make it look real. You know, like uh, I, I think he right, wanted I that cartoony that. look. Uh-huh. And, uh huh, and and it well who knows maybe it works for you guys maybe it works for many people oh
0: yes we're both with worthy i mean you gotta watch this movie if this is your type of film you're a superhero fan you gotta have this movie in your collection
1: yeah i mean like me personally like if i have to choose between this movie and something like i don't know many other movies that we will discuss eventually i wouldn't necessarily go with this movie yeah because
0: but it is
1: i mean it's amazing like all the colors are, it's it's just a feast for the eyes yes
0: the difference between dvd and blu-ray there is no comparison because everything is just so colorful and there is such beautiful scenes and this, so gorgeous looking yeah and then it goes to that animated cartoony style where they needed to just tamp it down and i am really displeased with the primary water scenes between the brothers like it really highlighted this hazing effect that just looked off in a yeah. film that is so gorgeous yeah that so is true. there you have it definitely worthy i'm saying to avoid the movie completely anyway but if this is your thing you gotta have the 4k disc
1: Cause baby, everything you are Is everything I need everything to me Baby,
0: everything you are Alright, Lady Phantom, we wrapped up episode 22 We hope you're enjoying our show You need to get over to BillSheddy.com and leave a message for us on our guest book. And remember, if you have a suggestion, recommendation, let us know because we'll cover it on a bonus show, huh, Phantom?
1: Yeah, we are doing our bonus shows and we love doing them.
0: So for Lady Phantom and I am Bill Shetty, we will catch you on the next Movies in 4K.
1: It